Hello, National Trust. How can I help you? Hi, I'd like to cancel my membership, please. We joined a couple of years ago and we've only visited one property. We just never seem to have the time. Yes, and then one day you wake up and you realise you've never seen the tapestries of Kenilworth Castle and you probably never will. I suppose so. Do you mind if I ask which was the one property you did visit? Blickling Hall. And may I ask what wasn't to your satisfaction? Were the follies not whimsical enough? Um, I don't remember. Did you buy a chutney? Yes, but we only ate the first two thirds, then we realised we don't really like chutney or even know what to do with it. Did you not enjoy the Victorian copper kitchen utensils? Do you realise that a retired man called Peter cleans them with hog hair brushes? Would you like me to email Peter and tell Peter you hate him? Can I speak to your supervisor? Of course, one moment. Hello, I am the supervisor. How can I help you, please? It's just you again. Look, you donkey's ass. What is the second word of National Trust? Trust? You don't leave the National Trust. Oh, you're the one who'll be trust. Trust up like a turkey. <laughs> what? It's a joke. A threatening joke. Well, it wasn't funny. I'm cancelling my membership and there's nothing you can do about it. Oh, you're going to rue this. You're going to rue this day hard, my friend. Goodbye. Welcome to the Arts and Culture Festival for the Unbearably Smug. At 11, come to the Pomposity Yurt for how to sound like you've read books when all you're really into is cage fighting and eating Doritos. A lecture by Jim Nocty. Comes with a free tote bag. Oh, oh Nigel. That was top intercourse. Yeah, it's like our whole relationship has been reinvigorated since we left the National Trust. Oh, you were right. It was the best thing we've ever done. I just feel so free. <laughs> hey, can you imagine having this much fun in a National Trust tea room? No. Neither can way. I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, slagging off the National Trust just makes me want you. Me too. <laughs> just before we um, get down to it again, there's something else I wanted to say. I really appreciate all the secret DIY work you've been doing around the house lately. Secret DIY work? Yeah, you know, fixing the wonky table by lovingly turning a new table leg and attaching it using the original nails. Polishing the fireplace back to its original Victorian splendour. I didn't do any of that. <laughs> well, yes, you did. And you emblazoned the curtains with the gorgeous velvet oak leaf. I don't know how to emblazon. I assumed you'd been doing an online course in emblazoning. Wait a minute, the oak leaf. Doesn't that remind you of something? Trust. Their logo. They're messing with us in the only way they know how. Through the painstakingly loving restoration of furniture using original materials. This explains the weird things that have been happening lately. That peacock who's been following us around. Yes, and I tried to withdraw money the other day and all that came out of the machine was 50 rubbers with Chatsworth House on them. I, I can't think with that infernal banging. What the hell is making all that noise? Oh, it's coming from the garden. Oh, open the window. Oh my God, there's a blacksmith in our garden. Hammering iron when it's hot and malleable, I can make iron utensils, horseshoes, weapons, and even repair armor. Oh, he's crushingly tedious. The trust? We never should have left the trust. We need to get out of here. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll throw some clothes on. Right. Oh, God, on the clothes. The Victorian scullery-made uniforms. My trusted fleece and jeans combo has been switched for a 17th century fop outfit. It's all just pantaloons and handkerchiefs. <laughs> oh, God, it's the peacock. Oh. It's in the house. <laughs> Run, Nigel! Right, I will. I'll just be angry. I'm just going to check your clothes. For... Nigel! Oh. I knew we never should have taken on the National Trust. Welcome to the 
Elm Tree High Class of 93 School Reunion. A message from Gavin Hepwell. He very generously says that if you want to relive being bullied by him, he'll happily bundle you into a locker or set your backpack on fire. Thanks, Gavin. I've wanted to try this place for ages. Apparently it's a brand new dining experience. Looks like it's just burgers, though. Oh, and I'm sure they'll have put a spin on it. They'll be Vietnamese street burgers or they'll have marmalade in them or something. Oh, uh, they look pretty standard. Oh, let me see the menu. Oh, dear, you're right. This is all just meat and bread. Mm. This, this can't be right. Excuse, excuse me, waiter. Hello? What's the uh, fresh spin on this dining experience, please? Uh, you sit down and eat burgers. Yeah, but what have you done with the burger concept? Is there salted caramel involved? No, it's just uh, burgers with or without cheese. Is there at least a new type of cheese? There are no new cheeses. Waiter? Where are you going? Come... So, excuse me. Beth. Yeah? I've got that same gnawing feeling in the pit of my stomach that I got at the cinema last week. When we went to see Spider-Man Origins, colon, Back to the Pre-Beginning. Yes. And you said it was a reboot of a reboot of a reboot of a reboot of a far-fetched idea. Exactly. I think it's happened. I think the moment has come. What are you saying? I think we've hit the buffers. <sighs> yes, the human race has run out of ideas. No, that can't be true. What about frozen yoghurt? I think it might just be ice cream. Think about it. It's just more sweet, shiny paste. But it's... I'm freaking out here, Beth. No, uh, no. Uh, come I'm on. freaking the flip out. Don't freak out, okay? Look at me, look at me. You look at me. Let's cheer you up, okay? We're gonna go home and we're gonna watch Escape to the Chateau. That's just Escape to the Country, but in France. <laughs> well, well, then we'll, we'll watch the chase. Blockbusters, but the people are thicker. Oh, God, I feel sick. I need some air. I need to get out of here, Beth. Julian. I need something new, a new idea. I'm gonna get a tape modern. There's, there's gotta be something new going on there. Julian. Sorry, Beth, I've gotta go. I need some. Welcome to the first ever Crafts for Cats at the NEC. We regret to announce that judging has been slightly delayed due to a Japanese bobtail called Mr. Fluffles getting hold of the head judge's face and refusing to let go. But this should be resolved swiftly, and please stand by for further announcements. Welcome to the Arts and Culture Festival for the Unbearably Smug. And three, join a host of ageing cultural commentators in the Condescension Pavilion as they talk patronisingly about how much they like and genuinely get Stormzy. You better believe it comes with a free tote bag. Nigel, I'm starting to think that a barge isn't the best getaway vehicle. It's slower than walking. But it's the perfect cover. The National Trust won't think to look for us here. We're just another couple pretending to enjoy a disappointing barge holiday. I'm scared. Every time I see a bird, I think it's that awful peacock. They're just harmless canal geese. Don't worry, darling. In three hours, we'll arrive at Wickhampton and we can make it on foot to my father's house. He used to work for the Trust. He'll know what we need to do next. What's that noise? What the...? It's a helicopter. A strange wooden helicopter. Is it? Yes, it's Leonardo da Vinci's prototype helicopter, lovingly recreated by the National Trust. And who the hell are you? Fiona Bruce, broadcaster, antiques enthusiast, and secret leader of the National Trust. Nigel Fairbrother, you stand accused of not taking an interest in your country's heritage. You can't force me. <laughs> this original 18th century harpoon says different. Oh, she's harpooned my leg!
You were at the Arts and Culture Festival for the unbearably smug, so why not pop into the faux humility pod at 12, where Jeremy Paxman will be nodding at Alan Yentop for an hour. Comes with a free tote bag. This is the Elmtree High Class of 93 School Reunion. <laughs> Doesn't everyone look dreadful? I mean, like, what has happened to us? <laughs> we look so bad. Enjoy the evening. Hello? Hello? Is there anyone here? Hello? Oh, sorry, I didn't see you there. What brings you here to Tate Modern? I just wanted to see if there was anything new. Afraid not. Mankind hasn't had a new idea since the Crumb Hoover. That's what I feared. Who are you? James Dyson. The man Isambard Kingdom Brunel could have been if he'd given two hoots about carpets. What are you doing here? I refuse to believe that mankind has had its last new idea, and so here at the Tate Modern, I have assembled the MTCSA. The MTCSA? The mysterious and therefore cool-sounding acronym. A crack team of the most creative people on Earth. Me, Grayson Perry, and Bjork. I sense that you too haven't given up on the human race. Mainly I'm just hoping for a new twist on the burger. That's the spirit. Maybe you would like to join us. It would be my honour, Mr. Dyson. Oh, please. Call me Lord of Handrives. Now, follow me to the brainstorming chamber. There's a secret door behind this rubbish work of art. See that fire extinguisher over there? Yeah. I wonder if that uh, actually is a fire extinguisher, or, if, or whether it's just some more art. It's hard to tell, isn't it? Hmm. I'm afraid that comment is now as hackneyed as the art it seeks to pillory. This way. Wow, what is this place? It's the most creative space imaginable. I've collected the finest beanbags from around the world the most vibrant lava lamps, and I've filled these bowls with the widest selection of jelly bean flavours ever assembled in one bowl. Help yourself. Mm. Mm. Is that... Uh... Lamb shank. Gross, isn't it? Meet the team. OK, guys, what have we come up with? Bjork. Reversible shoes. Hmm. What are they when you reverse them? Uh, shoes. No. Oh. Grayson Perry, have you got any idea that isn't a vase about the class system? I don't want another class vase. Sorry, James, it's a vase about the class system. God, it's clear to me that we're getting nowhere. It's time for stage two. What's stage two? I have been creating a special electro helmet. It's a modified Dyson handheld pet hair vacuum. Whoever wears it will have a 20 million volt electrical charge applied to their brainstem in the hope that it will jolt the brain into producing a new idea. I think it's our only chance. However, so far, none of my useless team have been willing to put it on. I see. So how about it, new boy? You know what? I'll do it. Fantastic. Follow me to the neuroacceleration chamber. Welcome back to Crafts for Cats. I'm afraid to report that Mr. Fluffles, the Japanese bobtail, is showing no sign of letting go of the head judge's face. We can now confirm that the judge in question is called Patrick Seymour, and his family have been notified. Police have stepped in to try and take control of the cat-on-face situation. They're running in circles around the arena, waving a stuffed rabbit and spraying musk in the air. Mr. Fluffles is looking at them contemptuously. It's going, 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 going. Tony. Oh, hello, hello. Come in. That was my favourite last in Sorry about all the wood shavings. I've been whittling a kettle. Um, I'm not good, actually, Tony. Um, Nigel and I, we... we cancelled our National Trust membership. You cancelled? Oh, no. Oh, sweet child. No. Where's Nigel? He was harpooned and then abducted by Fiona Bruce in a functioning replica of Leonardo da Vinci's prototype helicopter. Bruce, she's gone too far. Well, 
She can't have gone that far. It was incredibly slow. I built that helicopter myself. For 20 years, I was the master carpenter at Snow's Nil Manor, restoring woodwork by day, sleeping on a bed of wood shavings by night, in the evening watching a wooden television. It was a simple life, but a good one, until it all went wrong. What happened? Fiona Bruce happened. Once she was in charge, everything changed. Her lust for authenticity was completely out of control. She became obsessed with the idea of total restoration, turning the clock back on everything. Oh my God. Came to a head when she decided I wasn't authentically medieval enough and put me on a gout diet. Every day for ten years, my breakfast was a flagon of warm ale and a tongue sandwich. And instead of bread, it was two pheasants. I'm now almost 85% gout. I don't have long left. Tony, I'm so sorry. We have to stop her. <laughs> I've been working on a plan for the last few months, and I think I've done it. Bruce's Achilles heel is her interest in antiques. She can't resist looking at any old tat. Military buttons, a, a doll's chair, a pewter tray, commemorating the battle of who gives a crap. What's that? <laughs> I've rigged this antique music box with C4 explosive. Three revolutions of the crank, and boom! Bruce's juice. All I needed was a way of getting it into her hands. That's where you come in. What do you mean? We dress you up in a stained, ill-fitting jumper, a nylon bum bag, and unspeakable jeans. <laughs> so I'll look like one of the subhuman drones that gets their old junk valued on the Antiques Roadshow. Exactly. Second only in their gormlessness to the lobotomized zombies in the background of Top Gear. And I'll be able to deliver the music box straight into her hands, and when she sees it, she won't be able to resist giving it a crank. Boom, shakalaka. And I know exactly where she is. The National Trust AGM is taking place at the newly restored Cumberton Flour Mill tonight. We have to move fast. Under this tarpaulin is another of Da Vinci's vehicles that I painstakingly reconstructed. Brilliant. What is it? A tank? A submarine? I give you Leonardo Da Vinci's prototype for an affordable two-door family hatchback. With a good wind, we'll be in Cumberton in slightly less time than it would take to walk to Cumberton. Didn't I see an actual car in your front drive? Fine, we'll use the Fiat. Great for the kids. Well, I'm just saying. A special school reunion shout out to Gary Breen. Um, despite now being the CEO of his own market research company, Gary still picks his nose and eats it. You do you, Gary. This is the Arts and Culture Festival for the Unbearably Smug. At one, James Nesbitt discusses Sense memory and how he's able to find tears on stage by calling to mind at the time he didn't realise he had to register for that. Comes with a free tote bag. OK, new boy, can you hear me? Yes. Are you ready for the electricity? Yeah, I, I think I'm having second thoughts. Ah! 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 Has it provoked a new idea? A stick you can put your phone onto to take a selfie. A selfie stick. Raising the voltage. Ah, 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 Anything now? A musical of the life of Tina Turner. No. Ah, voltage goes Oh, up. no, please. Ah, 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 a croissant with chocolate in it. That's just pano chocolate. Ah, ah, Two-in-one dishwasher tablets. Ah, oh, we already had ah, those. Oh, Forest 
I'm sad to report that Mr. Fluffles, the Japanese bobtail, has now corralled a gang of cats into supporting his attack on the head judge, Patrick Seymour. The cats have successfully forced Mr. Seymour into a cat salon and are shampooing him aggressively. He looks terrified and that collar doesn't suit him one bit. Why are we hiding in the bush? Look down at the bottom of the hill. What do you see? Combatant flour mill lovingly restored by the National Trust and people arriving, hundreds of people. Not just any people. Look, that's David Dimbleby dressed as a spice merchant. Yes, and what's that on his back? Jonathan Dimbleby dressed as a sack of cinnamon. All the big wigs are here and most of them are wearing big wigs. There's Andrew Mardress as a suffragette. Nicholas Witchell dressed as a minstrel. Deborah Meaden dressed as a peregrine falcon. And I can tell you for a fact that strip of beef gristle was hanging from our mouth long before the costume went on. What are they all doing here? The British establishment yearns for the past when they had real power. Look, there's our target. Fiona Bruce dressed as Boudicca. Flanked by a coterie of boars, her experts from the Antiques Roadshow. They'll protect her to the death. But you should be able to get through with that music box. Security pe- security peacocks! Those peacocks are ex-Mossad. I'll deal with them. You handle Bruce. Make sure you get that music box into her hands before she relaunches that flour mill. But Tony, what about you? If the peacocks don't get me the gout will. It's gonna be the peacocks! Oh! oh no wonder you've got a reputation as such an unfriendly species! Don't worry about me! You must stop the owner, Bruce! I will! I will! I'll never forget the day I restored Holbein's laughing herdsman. First, I scraped off the grime to reveal the bright paintwork underneath. Then, I scraped off the paintwork to reveal the charcoal sketch underneath that. Finally, I scraped off the charcoal to reveal a blank canvas. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And that's what we're going to do to this country. We're going to restore it back to the Dark Ages. Today we launch total restoration! She's mad. The Trust don't have the power to do that. 80% of the fridges in this great country contain a jar of chutney purchased as a National Trust property. No one ever eats more than two-thirds, and then it just sits there until you move house. But in the bottom of those chutneys is a chemical explosive and a tiny remote control detonator hidden inside a chunk of pickled courgette. When this flour mill starts to turn, it will initiate a doomsday device and the chutneys will explode. We will raise this country to the ground and rebuild it as a feudal monarchy with me as your queen! Oh my goodness, Nigel! Ruth! Oh, it's so good to see you. You've only got one leg. Yes, they treated my harpoon wound the traditional way, with red-hot moss. Oh, monsters. Well, don't worry. We're, we're going to avenge that leg. We're going to stop this madness right now. Don't fight it. Join us. Join the total restoration. 
Surely you can't believe that rubbish. It will be a perfect simple life. No more wasted time changing broadband provider or fixing the boiler or brushing your teeth. And you don't have to worry about what your friends are doing on Instagram because they're all dying of syphilis. What about the things you love? Microwavable puddings, visiting an office that's got a busy water tap, vaccinations. None of these things matter when you have a life expectancy of 32. And the parking is amazing because you don't need a permit and no one has a car. Queen Bruce is right, the old ways are better. Queen Bruce just dispatched a squad of peacocks to kill your father. A noble death. She's brainwashed you. I no longer believe in the brain or washing. So be it, my love. Here, take this antique music box. Offer it to your queen as a gift. Oh, thank you, darling. With this, I will win her favour. Goodbye. Your Majesty. Your Majesty. Goodbye, Nigel. You oldie, worldie idiot. A message for any alumni wanting a break from the dance floor. Why not visit table three where a dewy-eyed Simon Chapman will be discussing how going bankrupt was actually the best thing that ever happened to him. And living with his mum is working out fine. Things have taken an unsavoury turn here at Crufts for Cats. Head judge Patrick Seymour has been forced to hand over his judge's lanyard to Mr. Fluffles, whilst Mr. Fluffles' enforcer, a ginger Maine Coon by the name of Professor Misty, is herding the other judges into the cat paddock. Deputy Judge Angela Braithwaite is protesting, but make no mistake, Mr. Fluffles is in charge now. Here at the Arts and Culture Festival for the Unbearably Smug, we are proud to be the home of Britain's first withering tent, where Martin Amos will be giving withering glances, withering looks, and making withering comments until 9pm. Comes with a free tote bag. My Queen, I come bearing a gift for thee. What is it, surf? An antique music box, lovingly restored. Oh, how delightful. I guess you just open the top and then crank this little handle. Over, Bruce. <laughs> no! This is just the beginning! Really? Or are you just saying that because it sounds sinister? <coughs> yeah, you, you're spot on there. Yeah, sorry. Tell me, will I live? With the attention of modern medicine, maybe. Never! Grind a piece of barley in sweet clothes and place it under my eyes. Come off it, Fiona. And okay, okay! Take me to A&E. Also, if I'm honest, I'd love a smoothie and to book a holiday on an iPad. Just want to swipe up on something, you know? Oh, come on then, Bruce, let's get you to a hospital. Oh, I just want to remember what Wi-Fi is. Let's get my roots done. Something simple as that, you know? For those just joining us, there's been something of a table turning here at Crufts for Cats at the NEC. The cats have taken control and have begun judging the human judges. Oh dear, they're forcing Mabel Higgins to clean herself with her mouth. Oh no, her tongue's too dry, she can't do it. Mabel Higgins, very upset there. I know Mabel personally, and she is a very competitive woman. She'll be kicking herself for not licking herself. but make sure you don't miss our special announcement at 11pm when we will reveal what did happen to that kid with a sort of American accent who was only with us for a single term. 
Hint, there's now a podcast about it. <laughs> Have a great night, everyone. Welcome back to Crafts for Cats at the NEC. Richard Flaghorn, a solicitor from Kent, has just suffered the indignity of mounting a table on all fours as the judges, Mr. Tiggles, Bonzo, and Princess Verbalina, assessed him for breeding quality. He was visibly stressed, and the plastic cone they put around his neck only made it worse. So, to cut a long story short, we did manage to leave the National Trust, but oh, it's a lot harder than you'd think, Dad. You can say that again. <laughs> How do you mean? Is it an administrative nightmare? Oh, something like that. You could say the whole thing blew up in our face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please don't make me laugh. My left lung keeps recollapsing. Anyway, let's have some lunch, eh? Thanks, John. <laughs> I've got cheeses, oh. rolls, mini gherkins and, and some ham. Although it is a bit dry. That's fine, Dad. Oh, tell you what, I think I've got just a thing. At the back of the fridge, is it here somewhere? That chutney I bought at Dunster Castle. I don't think I ever finished it. That sounds good. Actually, actually no. No, for God's sake, no. No, no, you're fine. There's a little bit left I can scrape out at the bottom. You'll be fine. Dad, put it down! No, no, if I just ram the spoon in... a horrific scene here at Crusts for Cats. Humans are lying around exhausted and dehydrated, while cats prowl around haughtily preening themselves. Patrick Seymour has been declared best in show, but it's cold comfort as his prize is a crown made of coughed up furballs. I, myself, have mocked up a cat costume with two cornettos for ears and an empty Pringles tube as my tail in the hope of getting out of here without being torn to shreds by these animals who, it is very clear to me now, are bent on the destruction of the human race. If I don't make it, I love you, Mum, and please look after Senor Whiskers. He needs wet food in the morning, biscuits at night, and lots of tummy tickles. Goodbye. Thank you for attending the Arts and Culture Festival for the Unbearably Smug. Too many tote bags. On your way out, please recycle them in the tote recycling zone. Each recycled tote bag gets you a free tote bag. Good afternoon. It is with a heavy heart that I, Sir James Dyson, Lord of Handryers, stand before you today and announce that, as a species, we are officially out of ideas. Despite the best efforts of the world's most creative minds, me, Bjork, Grayson Perry, and the guy who's really into burgers who I met at the Tate Modern called Julian, I'm afraid we must declare that human progress is officially finished. No questions, thank you. Ah, <sighs> that's that. Mr. Dyson, what do we do now? Well, Julian, I didn't want to tell the press, but I actually did have one final idea. What is it? I have secretly soldered together one million Dyson Airblades. The combined thrust should be enough to blast me, you, Bjork, and Grayson Perry directly into the centre of the sun. At least there we will be free from this turgid prison of stale ideas. Oh, right. Are you ready for your final journey? Yeah, um, thing is, there's a 54th series of MasterChef starting tonight, and I do like the way Greg Wallace says, ooh, the tartness of the sauce really cuts through the richness of the meat. So you're going to stick it out on Earth? Yeah. Fair enough. It was nice knowing you. You too. Goodbye. See ya.
Bjork, Grayson, yeah. time to go. Okay. Sure. Okay. Actually, quite excited, really. It's going to be like sort of stepping into the arms of a kill. Yeah. Oh God, I left my wife in that burger place. Small Scenes starred Carrie Ed Lloyd, Daniel Rigby, Mike Wozniak, Freya Parker and Henry Packer. It was written by Benjamin Partridge, Henry Packer and Mike Wozniak with additional material from the cast and the producer was Simon Mayhew Archer. It was a BBC Studios production. <laughs>